0: going on guys welcome to shooting blanks uh, this podcast is with kalani today uh him and i sat down and just had a a conversation that went a bunch of different ways uh he's a journeyman on my site um an electrician and he's been doing the trade for a while but he's had a crazy i would say upbringing um with everything that he has endured so we talk a little bit about work a lot about uh, the upbringing and, and what he's had to deal with and some union discussions between our own opinions for what we have to face and deal with with our own union. It was an all around good conversation. I need to have him back on there again just to go into more details about certain stories and certain um, items that he mentioned. So hopefully you guys enjoy and we can start to relate some stories to our own lives and just, uh, just have some compassion for some people, man. Thank you. <laughs> in progress there we go what's going on mr kalani
1: uh, oh just another day on the wheel can't stop it
0: one more day until friday tomorrow's the that's tomorrow's right a good day tomorrow's hawaiian friday
1: yes so, sir you know, no gotta means. wear that shirt once
0: fucking a, that's all it is it's only for fridays got a couple of them but you know it's okay <laughs> so what's been going on man how's work been going
1: good as as far as We've been on separate floors. Um, I'm just finishing up piping on um, random odds and ends, really all the last exposed lighting stuff. And then I'm going to be going back down to the, uh, I don't know if anyone's listening from our job site, but in our uh, dining area, there's about 30 runs that need to be pulled and wired. So that's going to be very exciting to do in the next week.
0: We have very different definitions of exciting. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, it's so stressful. I mean, go on.
0: My homie sent me a picture today on his job site. He has about what looked like 50 lights. He had to measure and lay out every single light with his little dot laser. And to, to do, I was like, "Oh, that sucks." But I mean, it, it's part of the job, so it is. It is what it is. But I, right. you know, can't can't complain too much. Um, I do complain a lot, um, but about little shit that just snowballs into big shit. I don't like being told uh, that I'm too comfortable and my numbers are showing it for my install numbers. And then uh, I'm fixing other people's shit. You know what I mean? My my own my own foreman shit. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. My own foreman shit. This is my podcast. This is my fucking time. So <laughs> my own foreman shit. And then it's like, well, where are your numbers at? I'm averaging 300 feet of MC a day. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, some days I got lower numbers, but that's because I'm fixing switch legs or runs or i didn't pull a switch leg and it's circuit uh 13 which for lighting it's brown and yet they pulled yellow so i'm like well that's cool uh let me let me go ahead and fix that unless you don't want me to and then all of a sudden you know what i mean it'll work but it's just gonna look stupid and then two years down the road there someone's gonna come like who are those smart guys that don't you know what i mean it's ah ah I digress. Such
1: a, <laughs> such a tuck and roll type situation. It's um and even then like I was just thinking you can't count wire that you've taken out. You can't take uh account of things that you've fixed, which is by average from the Foreman class, triple the cost. You cost right. once to put it to put it in once, cost once to demo it, and then cost the third time to install it, hopefully the correct way. Yes.
0: Yeah, and we're touching a lot of stuff here. Uh, three, four, five times, and it's we're. I think that it starts at the top with the GC. I think that they have no schedule, and because they have no schedule, everybody's just going willy fucking nilly, and we're just kind of like, we're like that uh, fucking caveman SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it's <laughs> uh. Great, great. I mean, I don't know. We're 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 doing what we can. You know what I mean. I think our crew is too big. Um but I I feel I don't know I don't know if we need 70 electricians on the site.
1: So We don't. It's like I feel the cuts the cuts are coming and they're separating the people that work at different efficiency levels. Um since this shouldn't this is should be public knowledge. Um there's a whole we're going to have a talk tomorrow morning at the meeting about sexual harassment. Did you hear about that? No. What yeah. happened? Um, Apparently, someone overheard someone talking about one of our female apprentices. Right.
0: (laughs) Your eyebrows went up like, get it? I was like, I know.
1: (laughs) So, apparently, someone else who is not the said uh, target made a call to the head of the apprenticeship. Oh. So, now they're getting involved and talking, saying, Contra Costa, what the fuck are you doing to our apprentices?
0: So it was somebody from our crew, or our Mm -hmm. company, or it was somebody else. So it's from our company talking about our company, and now it's going to be a a thing tomorrow. I mean, it should be. It 100% should be a thing. It needs to be brought to light. It needs to be, you know, that's not okay. Um, Now I feel weird for what I wrote on my ladder. Uh, (laughs) I don't feel weird. I wrote on my ladder, no, I said, uh, don't touch me, it's stranger danger. You know what I mean? Because I'm tired of my ladder getting taken, so I'm making it weird. But now I'm like... No, that's smart. Maybe I want to erase that. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> oh, I know. It's 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 that type of thinking is the type of thinking that that is hopefully the goal of something like this is to get us to go, wait a minute, back up. Let me reassess myself. How am I doing all right i'm pretty sure i'm fine i know that i haven't said anything out of pocket and i really have no interest on anything outside of work because if i look at my phone for two seconds and cut a fart i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get laid off right
0: man and you know i've tested this theory that if i need to find my foreman and i can't find him i just pull my phone out and the second i'm on my phone it's like his ears perk up and he goes what are you doing (laughs) karmic
1: karmic (laughs) power (laughs) totally agree i just i know he's busy and I just, if I know, if I remember what floor he's at, I will literally walk from where I'm at and go find him because then to. I don't know. You I just um, dude, mental health. Um, I was thinking of a little icebreaker. Have you heard of any um, old sayings in the uh, like in the trade or something like, N- don't get dirty before 9.30 or mm. nothing new after 2?
0: No, oh, I've heard the nothing new after 2. <laughs> That's a good one. I live by that one.
1: Oh man! Um,
0: the don't get th- dirty before nine thirty. I like that one too. You get dirty after break. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, if it's early in the morning, it's going to be rough.
0: Oh man, we've had oh. a, we've had a few days like that. I'm actually I'm I'm interested to see how the uh, just you know before we fully fully move on, I'm interested to see what's said from the school in regards to this incident because it seems like the school is very picky about what they want to talk about and what they want to to do. And I noticed that when I had that stupid fucking meme that I made that I thought was hilarious and I lost like 60 followers in like 20 minutes and That's I had like fine. 20 fucking... I, and I was cool with it. I didn't really banter with a bunch of people because I don't really give a fuck. But outside of that, I, I, can't, I can't ever really fuck with people that are 100% on something and they ignore all the flaws. And I think oh, that that's a problem on anything, whether it's even stupid things like sports teams, you know what I mean? You, you, if you, you have to at least address and understand the flaws to understand everything that's going on with said blah, blah, blah. And when you ignore the flaws, you're going to ignore everything that comes with the flaws and you're going to turn a blind eye to it, and it's going to be detrimental. Now, obviously, that's bigger than sports when you take it to that aspect, because who really gives a fuck if I pay attention to the Raiders' flaws? It's not going to be detrimental to me and my health, but or me and my life. But if you turn your blind eye to the school that we have, what are you going to let them get away with? And right now, it's everything. And it's really fucking weird that four different people can ask people that are high up with this school a question, and get told something different every single time. That's where I think there's a problem. And then that translates over to the workforce. Because now nobody knows what they're held accountable for. Nobody knows anything. So they're just going to do what the fuck they want to. And then, now I'm going to do what I want to. So now what's going to happen? So it's, it's a slippery slope that we can get on really fucking fast.
1: I don't know. Feels like feels like the definition of politics it's just what happens when you get enough people in a group together how the way things are is initially set up it's just that's how you get things like common sense because i feel like common sense is such a word that it's only common if you and i have walked the same path learned the same lessons got bit by that same snake in the 10th grade or some shit but I digress. I think that there is a lot of the solution to that and not understanding people because I feel like I'm liberal to a fault and I'd love to understand more of just questioning things like really I got the vaccine. I did it because I'm a parent, you know, um, as a a worker, you know, back to the sexual harassment, you know, like at this point as a man, how do I pursue any type of friendship, with my female brothers and sisters in the trade, however they desire to be named. Right. You know, how do you learn to evolve with the times instead of, I guess we just turn into cruddy dinosaurs or something. I don't right. know. but right. um,
0: I think it should evolve know. to a, and this is where I kind of, I, I, I toe, the, toe the middle of it. It should evolve that, no, you shouldn't say, the fuck is that outside? Hang on a second. better so you it, it should evolve to where you're not saying oh look at her tits look at her ass you know whatever it is like that's everywhere on a whole but you should regulate that on a job side because you are representing a company at that point not just yourself but uh i don't want it to be so far swung that we can't shit talk and we can't banter back and forth because every woman that i've worked with in the trades um <coughs> Even stretching back to when I was a pipe fitter, it's they can talk shit better than anybody, and oh, yeah. they, you you say anything to them. There there's a chick in my class, dude, that she looks sweet and innocent, and the second you say something to her, she's right back at it with a witty fucking comeback, and everyone's like, and I and I love that, you know what I mean? As it should be, but there is a line that you have to toe, but you don't you can't really explain that line. Um, which and that's why i'm I'm interested in to see what's gonna happen at our meeting, yeah, for the fact that it wasn't the person that they were talking about that called the hall. It was somebody right. else who got offended from hearing somebody else talk about somebody else, so it's I'm glad that they did to protect totally. that person for sure, but I also want to know everything else about the situation. I wanna be nosy to know. Why did you get offended by that? Like, like what? I don't know what was said, so I, I want to know like how bad it was. I want to know like was well, it really an offensible thing? In my opinion, I mean, not that my opinion fucking matters, but now I need to know who I need to watch out for because I cuss and I talk like shit all the time. My hard hat has stickers of pictures of women that I've taken that are damn near naked. So I'm like, am I gonna get in trouble tomorrow?
1: <laughs> exactly. I think that there is that level of alarm that should all be going through our heads because the ones of us that don't question it, the ones that feel justified and think, oh, hell, she's gorgeous. I'd put a bag over that. I don't know. It's just, I think maybe whatever was said was enough to raise it, the interest of who, who's running. Is it Nick? For uh, who's Who's running the apprenticeship? Jason. Yeah. Someone directly, um, is involved. So apparently what was said was enough to like isolate the victim personally. And I feel like for that, that's just something as a person, we just don't ever cross that line. Right. It's right. It's just it, at at that point, like gender, gender, gender roles, gender, anything, however you believe people should be, you're not going to be like oh i i see that person i want them it's just not that's the line that we cross and from then on, if we're inappropriate then we're like all right i should understand that better
0: but that's across the whole no matter what job you have whether you're in, in an office building at McDonald's at a job site there's there's always there's always that line of and this is where i find it funny of sexual harassment that that you don't cross but As far as a personal line, not my personal, kind of my personal, but as far as the personal line of sexual harassment that you can cross, it depends on if you find that other person attractive. If that person is just ugly or weird, you're going to be like, harassment. If that person's attractive, you're going to be like, stop. You know what I mean? And you're going to take it because you find some sort of common ground with that person. And that is where other people don't, they can't define where the other person's coming from. If, if you're just nice, like I know who we're talking about and that girl is nice to everybody, laughs, jokes, blah, 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 to where other people can construe that as, she wants me. All right. No, Bill, she, she, I don't know Bill. So let's just go ahead and preface that. I don't know Bill. I just threw a name out there because I have talked to a homie who's in an uh, electrician in Vegas and she ties every creepy dude, sorry if your name is Bill, but every creepy dude on the job site, Bill, because they always have the little bit bigger overalls. They always have—I I have a beard, but a bigger, crusty beard. They shuffle their feet and they always say inappropriate lewd comments, Bill. So everybody has a Bill, and it's Bill always thinks that they're wanted, and they—they they think that what they say is okay, and if it's not okay, then you're just being a pussy about it. I'm like, that ain't the case, there, Chief. You know, and I, that's why I want to learn more about this situation. Uh, and I'll be calling you when this, uh, when this is over. So I know exactly what you know,
1: (laughs) definitely. Um, yeah, I'm definitely of concern and aware. And I agree that there's for what is the consequence of attraction, right? What, what does it mean if I say, I like you, that makes something, does a danger pop in your head? Right. is there this new awareness it's one of those things where it's like i, I don't know it's you know like it's let's say you're hunting and you, you you see a deer with your scope and that deer literally locks eyes with you it's one of those like yeah right they know people yeah. know intent intent can go for miles and i think maybe that's just where we start as people i don't know so Gosh, how would you how 13. would you
0: fit not not necessarily this i mean we can we can we can talk about this until we're blue in the face because this is a big topic that that's huge now but yeah with the school itself yes or the please, union the itself we can we can you i know you have a lot of thoughts you have a lot of anger mm-hmm. where does it start with you for whether it be the union itself unions themselves or the schools themselves
1: Oh, perfect um in this situation it happened the moment I thought my career was over right. which was in 2018 um I was working for a contractor I don't really at this point names people I I feel like I've, I've I've personally let that go yeah but um during the situation normal morning stretch and flex JHA go to the gang box first thing in the morning i pull out one of those gigantic rota hammers instead of the um the core drillers they okay. had big roto hammers
0: yeah 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 yeah.
1: so those things i don't know was well over 50 pounds and um which is the limit for bending anything below the knee Yep. so as a worker if anything is 50 pounds you have every right to say no i will not pick that up no i will not move that and as for someone who's gotten injured on our job site, that has become the major, you know, war cry that we as apprentices and workers have to face. So I throw my back out, I pull that uh rotor hammer right. out of a full gang box, not thinking I'm feeling like I'm invincible, I'm twenty eight, I can do anything. And <laughs> Like a puppet, I just disengaged from my back. The sharpest pain ever in my hip and my back. I just, I couldn't walk. I barely like. I had to call my foreman to um, help carry me to oh, a chair, shit, and then man. I was escorted from the building to uh, um, their doctor's facility, where they only gave me an X-ray, no MRI. Right. So my back wasn't broken. But they could see that – they could tell that I threw my back out and I had two herniated discs, one on the L4, L5, and one on the um, T7.
0: Let me ask you a question. Were you hoping at all that your back was broken just a little bit so you can be like Batman when you came back from Bane?
1: Oh, dude. (laughs) Big time. (laughs) I felt like it was broken. I know it wasn't, and I know bone pain and muscle pain are completely different worlds, and I don't want to even step on anyone who lives their life with chronic pain because that is – hell on earth and yeah. I give you all the respect in the world for trying to balance that type of lifestyle for sure um, I tried it I gained I was 240 pounds
0: yeah
1: um, I was not doing good I mean on top of everything I was not healthy I was dipping my Doritos in jar cheese you know that type of life
0: getting it, um, getting it.
1: digging it <laughs> um and then I was like, I'm stuck on a bed. I can't move, and all that training, five years of the apprenticeship. You have given all of yourself to this apprenticeship. From the moment you set foot, and they made you feel grateful that they chose you. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. They make you, they, they tell you, like, you know, we got you in here. Like, you know, you're going to take care of us, right, right. brother? All right. And I'm right. like. I'm going to work and shut up, dude. I don't, at, at this point I have made friends. I, I really love the people that have cared about me in my union and the people that are listening to this podcast. I treasure them. I mean, when my mom passed away um, and I mean, I, it, it's kind of a thing. She passed away ahead of schedule by trying to overdose on her medicine and give herself a stroke, but she survived the stroke. So oh. that was kind of, thing and my union put together money for me they it was crazy it was right when that big tesla project was going down
0: that was like four and like, years
1: ago right four years ago oh god working for elon musk himself that was crazy that was actually one of the first times i ever got like high as an adult on that job because my job as foreman was the was to get cords because these cables, everything was in MIDI cables. Everything that you plug in for your sound and stuff. Yeah. Twenty four volts. Okay. Hundred twenty volts. Two forty volts. All these things are just plug and play and cable tray for all the robot arms. Yeah. And then welding cable is of course welding cable.
0: Right. Right.
1: So That was my job was just to find that stuff. So pretty much from 4.30 p.m. to 2.30 a.m., I was checking every break room. I was, um, oh, my God, I was trying like you try and stay busy over those like 12 hours. But you're literally bouncing between all these stations and you're like, well, this is the Tesla uh, shop. So they have cereal bars at every break room. Then in in the central break room, they have this store area that is like one of those honor box systems. Like you just put money in the thing and then you just take it out and stuff. And then they have these really good catering trucks that came for dinner and stuff. They know how to take care of their workers. Um, Damn. by God. Um, Wow that was that was a crazy fun job I totally got off the whole apprenticeship thing now Back that job though
0: that job had uh, a mix of non-union and union didn't it
1: oh it was a mess the non-union dudes were doing all the piping and pulling wire we were playing around just making numbers but somebody they died were,
0: on that side didn't they one or two people died right
1: um an apprentice touched 480 volts in a box that he shouldn't have no business in yeah that was constant. it was bad and they showed. The hard hat they showed that i was there when that first happened and i i just turned out um and i asked for a layoff because i'm like oh tesla they're taking in hundreds of calls like they were just filling in the books people were coming from texas yeah people were commuting people were filing 99 taking all that money they were pulling about eight g's a week wow
0: Holy shit.
1: I have no idea how they balanced it out on their taxes, but I mean, good lord. I
0: didn't, but you fuck it.
1: (laughs) I tried to get on that
0: job because right when that job was there was when I first got in. And at orientation, I asked uh, Nick. I was like, hey, man, uh, what's up with Tesla? And He didn't know who I was. uh, Not that I'm anybody special anyway. But uh, he goes, no, no, no. We're not sending any apprentices out there. He goes, someone just died, and uh, we're going to – no more apprentices are going out there. I was like, huh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I just heard there was a shit ton of overtime. But anyways, back to the school. So yes, I feel like after my first year was when Nick left, and that's when it started to waver. And then once the director uh, died, that's when the school just took a big shit. And and this is what what caused me to make that meme. Because now there's so many like curtains and doors that mm-hmm. are closed that we don't know what's going on, but we're told, "Oh, we're, you're adults anyways. Take care of it yourself." I'm cool with that. I'm gonna. I I have been teaching myself because I'm taking my my career, you know, seriously. But if I'm teaching myself and I have to go on the tube of you to figure out what the fuck this book means. Why am I in school six hours a week? Why do yep. I have to go down there to sit in a classroom when a teacher says, Hey, man, you're never going to use this in the field, but welcome to my classroom for a semester. Well, that's cool. Uh, I just found out that on the state test, there's, which I haven't taken yet, uh, oscilloscope stuff. And we were told back, what was that, two years ago, you're never going to use the oscilloscope. Or I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to show you guys. Cool. At the time, it was cool. Now I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta figure out. I don't know what the fuck the questions are. How big it is. I'm assuming it's like maybe five questions or whatever the fuck it is. But that's what I'm talking about. They're they're deeming, yeah, you don't need this in life, in your yeah. uh, in your career. You're ne- you're hardly ever going to use it, whatever the fuck they say. But the one, the little chances that you do. Now what? You know what I mean? Dude, I, don't, I, don't know.
1: I remember taking my state test. I cannot forget it. I um. Was really I. No one told me this, but when I got to the testing site, they said the test does not start until you press start. Hmm. So that means you have time to prepare. And by time to prepare, they gave me a little cup, Dixie cup, of paper clips. Really, I tabbed my entire test booklet. I found everything I needed. I knew it because you're going to get some type of test prep, yeah. so you're going to get. Kind of a map, and if it's not there, you, you go old school, start from the beginning, yeah. and start thumbing through the pages. But now you're not doing it for every single one of those three hundred odd, four hundred odd questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: In, instead, you're like, all right, let me let me feel for my wire, let me feel for my grounding section, let me feel for uh, fucking radio stations for some stupid ass reason, right? Uh, pools things yeah. um osha questions the osha questions made me more nervous than the actual code questions the uh, motor sizing questions you know in your head you are trained from start to finish size your squirrel cage what amperages you're you have this whole litany of training in your motor controls class that train you to identify a motor from start to stop the entire nameplate.
0: we never got that training
1: yeah for the test um they break up those motor questions into smaller chunks. Nice. So as long as you have everything from, you know, your, all your tape I can't even remember what it is now, if it's the six hundreds or
0: I bought a training book that I'm I'm going to start going over cause I'm mailing in my stuff tomorrow. And then from there yes. on out, I'm going to, Oh, actually from Monday, I'm going to uh, wrap up a lot of the stuff I have planned and scheduled. And then I can actually focus on it, like get this calendar to the printer and get these podcasts set up to where they're going to go out every other day. And then I can just study now. You know that that that's my goal. But my my biggest thing now is I think that I don't know how to fix it, but something within the union, our local, I'll say, and our school has to change.
1: Oh, big time! I, I totally have an idea for it, but it's just one of those things if people want to hear it out because of course the first thing you want to cut out is electronics because why do we even have that class number one number two we have something as simple specific as vfd plc that's you're getting told exactly what you're taking but then you have something called building automation that's so that could be anything yeah so you're like all right we have this i feel Like when you're fresh from the program and you just stepped onto the apprenticeship and you have those day classes, pump yourself full of the book smarts, get your, all your AC and DC theory out first. But when you get to the piping and the, those pipe bending stuff, save that for the end. I know it sounds weird because you're like, Oh, you should be able to bend pipe from the beginning. Yes. Practice it. But when it comes time doing that weird final with the 90, 90, with an offset into a, a hook or your, your four-bend saddles over the lab, it's, I would rather have that intent bracket where I'm like, I haven't piped ever and I'm going to be coming here taking journeyman classes. Let me mix foreman and pipe bending. Let me treat the end of my apprenticeship like it's a job site. And then for eighth or, you know, since you already, I would sub PLCs. Everything is building automation. Just call it building automation. Right. Give yourself a bracket, and also take away grounding because grounding is so much definition on one small part. Make that test prep. Yeah. Dedicate an entire bracket to test prep. Yeah.
0: Because
1: it's just it's the most important test you will ever take, but you have to do it on three of your own Saturdays.
0: Right.
1: If you can. Right. If, if you if you have family, if you have a life, if you have problems, I mean you better you better be free.
0: Well, and that's the thing is that at least from what I've talked about, people and other locals is that their locals are are designed to teach things that their local does. Ours seems very generic and just very like up oh, here you go, uh, good luck. It's like uh, oh, yeah. we don't like. I know in three hundred two they do like three or four cad uh, cad welding classes. They do a lot of stuff for refinery work because that's what their bread and butter is. I understand that ours isn't necessarily that, but I like you said there. I think there should be something of in overhaul so mm-hmm. that we can actually maximize the time. And I think oh, yeah. that they're starting to, Because, um, but I think that their they're biggest thing now is that they're getting apprentices in to pay yeah. for retirements of the older cats, which is cool, but they're teaching us to be installers, not electricians. And, and- a lot of journeymen that I'm working with now, they – maybe they don't want to maybe they've seen some shit because i mean this past week i can understand why some guys are like that um but it's they need to be told every step of the way and the second they're not they're like i don't know what to do you know what i mean i'm like yeah you don't want to be that clown that you're just you're always thinking for the foreman and you're always doing it because then they rely on you and now you're just a cheap ass foreman i fell victim to that and i'm not even a fucking journeyman yet and it's, well, why do I have apprentices underneath me? Why am I laying journeymen out? Why am I doing all that? Because, yeah, I know I can, but that's breaking union protocol. You know what I mean? That There's shit in place for a reason, and there's only so far that you should go. Um, and not I may as well run my own shop if, if I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's hard because I, I think that they just teach us to be – they touch on shit. And the best analogy I've had for our school is – it's like high school spanish they teach yeah. you a very generic book way of doing it you don't do it in the field and then they say congratulations you know spanish when you don't and it's like okay uh buenos dias <laughs> you know what i mean it's, it's 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 it doesn't translate well um i don't know it's it's very demoralizing which which again it ties back into the mental health aspect of it because there's you go to the job site after seven eight months, and it's just going downhill it's just, then you go to school that's just going downhill you're like dude what what the fuck are we actually doing here you oh know?
1: dude, and then it doesn't get any better once you're out of school and you've got that pay raise. the next three years before you research are so crucial so life changing because you feel that your apprenticeship has no reason to talk to you ever again like should you check in with them like sure like we got guys i mean from my class that are actively in the apprenticeship i mean i feel like if you're there to you know have good news and stuff and promote good things that's good but if you need help there's like nothing they can do for you
0: i tried getting your homie from your class to teach the code class
1: (laughs) i really hope um someday he does he's i feel like he's trying to take over the world
0: not my homie uh, I don't really want to. I mean, fuck it. I win. I tried to get Wayne yeah. to do it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, him and I are homie homies, but not like, you know, me and other dude. But um, I saw him. I'm like, dude, when are you going to do it? And he's like kind of hemming and hawing. I'm like, bro, but you know your shit. I'm like, you care and you know your shit. So it's more of uh, getting people to do it. But
1: I hope that that'll turn into a yes someday because he is definitely qualified and he gave me, he employed me when I first got injured really right so here I am like I just got hurt I'm crying about it like that oh my friend from the apprenticeship he testified against me he said like and uh, he was my foreman he was my classmate I I don't really I mean it, it sucks but I maybe some he had to believe some part of it when he was carrying me down that maybe I was faking it I don't know yeah that it it sucks because I was carried. I had an MRI years later, and? and they were still herniated. Really? So that became 2019, 2018. The rest of that year was a bust. I couldn't do anything, so I started working for Wim, and um, yeah, that was the best uh, second chance. I felt like I could like I, I had to learn how to do stuff on my own because I would be talking to his clients. He would give me residential work that I would just take over. Right. And then it turned into, you know, I don't I, I don't want to say the oh terrible s word side jobs, but I survived. What is
0: that? That that is a bad word. That is a four letter word here. We don't do it that.
1: <laughs> we we don't do that here and I'm like how do you guys talk so much stuff about grow rooms and I was like oh that's what like. I mean you didn't do that all voluntarily please you didn't updo someone's panel service just because you cared yeah Fuck. right well and then that, that that's what they're
0: that's what they're doing with me is they that want me to uh weekend. hey here's my uh we we want to use your stickers for for our for our local okay well I can charge you you know like here it is I made them for you guys too I have a separate design for our local I said I didn't do anything with them because here you go. Yeah. Uh, well, we can't pay you. Well, I can't give you a design. <laughs> like it's oh well you know we're we're union brothers. My like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like this is my time. Yeah. This is my this is my shit. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing. It's like I you're gonna come fix the shit in my house for free, or my buddy's house for free. That that's that's not how it works. Probably it's a business at the end of the day. And that's what it. We're all adults, and it's a business. So, nah, nah. So. Because we can go round and round, and I don't want to lose people just from us just going around our personal work shit. So uh, yes. back with the the mental health aspect. I see you have a notepad there. You've texted me stuff that uh, that you wanted to talk about, which is fucking great. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of scared to listen to it because I don't know what half of those words meant. So if you want to break it down, you can. Um, yeah. Wherever you want to start, bro, Like I'll, I'll ask questions as we go because uh, this, this is very interesting to me for what you endured growing up.
1: Yeah. um, To basically put it out, I was raised by a single mom. I love my mom. My mom and I are close. We're close. You know, she passed away, as we said before, uh, four few years ago. Um, It's very mixed feelings because when you love a person... There's, it's more than just what you see in the mirror. There's you when you're mad. There's you when you're sad. There's you when you freak out, when you're happy. It's all those, you're an entire experience yeah. as a person. And my experience with my mom as a child, because of her bipolar, and I'm going to say narcissism, because just from the research I've done in, of narcissistic tendencies, I'm not trying to call names. It's just it is you got to put a name to something when mm-hmm. you're not good enough, or right. as a parent, you know, you tr- even if you're not really impressed, or if you're something, and maybe it's just how your outlook is as a parent. But you got to be impressed by your kid stuff. I mean, my kids impress me all the time. But yeah. if you don't have that, if you're constantly compared, um, if you have to dress like perfect, especially to go out. Like I know it sounds like it's one of those weird things because you know Sunday best. That's totally cool. That's like a f- familial, communal type feeling, and everyone wants to kind of dress well. That's cool, or wanting to look look fly. That's that's awesome. But it's different when your parent is um, s- blowing like constantly bragging about you, and then on the same end. Constantly belittling you and comparing you to other people.
0: Right.
1: So that is the surface with my mom where she crossed the line mentally was if she couldn't handle a seven-year-old, don't dose them with NyQuil, you know, Damn. when they're not sick. Yeah. Um no uh none of those Joe Pesci backhands to the mouth type stuff when you know your son is starting to exude habits that remind you of his father that you're not with right like things like that or also like she actually full-on lied about my dad like i thought my dad was this like really terrible like evil person and that if i couldn't be good to with to to my mom i would have to go live with him in in the hood and of course i like she played that on me and of At a certain age, I'm like, fuck it. I'll go to Richmond. I don't give a fuck. And I lived with my dad for a week. um, And I got into sports. Uh, You know, got away from her. And uh, she sent me to boarding school. Because you chose to uh,
0: to live with you. You said it was okay to live with your dad. So she said, fuck it, go to boarding school instead?
1: Oh, yeah. It was getting to be where we were conflicting. And I um, put a gun in my mouth that... 15 and uh really tried to kill myself i um i just couldn't find a way out with her it was just i I don't know i know i don't know if at this point what's tmi
0: <laughs> it's open bro whatever you're comfortable all, with sharing it is there. open you know i mean maybe maybe people need to i don't know if they do um this might resonate with somebody who's going through it or scared they are going through it or might go through it or whatever it is, whether it be dealing with somebody like that or having the thoughts of there's no way out of dealing with this person um, except for that. So whatever, you, whatever you're whatever you comfortable with, dude, like get it out there.
1: Totally. Um, I really, really appreciate that. Um, um, it, it does sound like a news reporter type stuff because I'm trying to keep to my – to my notes but yeah the the boarding school was such a head trip after that like this type of boarding school you can pay for two hundred thousand dollars rich parents of america and other countries you have these schools that are court ordered for some kids and you can pay to have your perfectly normal child that may be having some issues that you as a parent are allowing them to have because it just it doesn't just come out of nowhere. Right. You don't just get a drug or a, an alcohol dependency issue without having alcohol in the house. Right. Like there's so many things that need to occur for that kid to be like connected like Scarface. Yep. Like how 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 does kid, you know, get that far when they're 13, 14? So you have these situations you you can pay um, these, you know, ex-bodyguards to essentially zip-tie your kids and put them in a car and drive them all the way to the desert of, uh, Oregon, where you spend, uh, 22 months, 18 months, um, depending on how long you can last there. Um, going through these crazy therapies. Um, I like trying to explain it is even baffling to me right now. Like for example, it's like with the camera, you and me are sitting face-to-face. Imagine yeah. if we were like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, need to need doing that type of therapy session. Okay. But instead of talking and having quiet, intimate connection, it's, I need love! And then you would go, no, and hit my hands away when I'm trying to hug. And then we would do that continuously until we vomit. Wow. So I don't see the therapy in that
0: the fuck is the point of that what does that do
1: (laughs) exhaustion it's meant for you I feel like it's what it was was brainwashing where it's like how much abuse can you tender as a person with people who try to pretend drill sergeant you who haven't had military experience trying to make you do push-ups and exhaust children and do these types of um, oh god um, trying to make you feel horrible about yourself situations like they had for girls, students with promiscuity history from their parents. Like, when your parents are the ones feeding these teachers full of information, how well do, do, do you have the right to now make that child give a lap dance to a male student? Right. That's wrong. Yeah. On top of that, mock funerals. What? Yeah. For- have situations where if they had drug dependency issues, they put them in a box and then we all stand around them saying eulogies and shit while they're, like, having a fucking panic attack with the walls closing in and the darkness.
0: Like Empire Records? Remember that movie when they did the, the, the funeral for... for Deb when she had a drug dependency? So, they, oh, she wants to die. No, not Deb. Anyway, you know, the the bald girl, the girl who shaved her head. Um, he said, I think it is Deb. But anyway, they do a fake yeah. funeral for her because she wanted to die. Now, she wanted to, but this is for people who if I have a drug dependency or an alcohol dependency, you would give me a funeral or or
1: a completely normal 15, 16 year old that just had access to it. And has been doing the program for 16 months has been forced to stay clean and you're putting them into this type of hostile situation.
0: Holy shit.
1: And then on top of that, it started to escalate where they would send us to Portland, Oregon and have us uh, sing um, You Got to Serve Somebody by Bob Dylan. We would sing that in Pioneer Square while people would laugh at us and, like, they would tell them to fuck with us and trip us. Wow. And then after that, they would make us um, pretend to be homeless for the rest of the day and then have to go find our way to the closest soup kitchen to all meet up again and learn our lesson and understand the importance of becoming an adult somehow. After hours of sleep deprivation, water deprivation, food deprivation in a group like layout where people constantly are trying to feed you these lines and they're telling you the moment you think too much that you're in your head. So this progressively happens about five times and one of them, they send us to Auschwitz, the actual concentration camp in um, Poland really crazy experience. I mean, I'm glad that I got to travel and stuff, but the way that they did, it was meant to be, you know, punitive and be like, I don't know, have have an understanding of when you go out into the world, you know, how bad it was. And I'm like, I can respect the history. I can totally like to be like, to say that spiritual energy exists is an understatement when it comes to when you set foot on that hallowed ground. Right. And you feel like you're 50 pounds heavier. I bet.
0: I fucking bet. That sounds, uh, that sounds insane.
1: I think oh, a lot of people
0: yeah. should experience that. Not that, not everything you did. Um, But traveling to seeing stuff like that just to understand the weight, like you said, of it. So you can appreciate it more. Um. I don't understand what the fuck their goal is with that. You may as well oh. been in holes and fucking had to dig a hole all day. You take a bad boy, you make him dig holes, turns him into a good boy. It's no fucking sense.
1: <laughs> right. I feel like that in and of itself, if you just think about, like, if you just broke down, like, everything, like a JHA... Oh, sorry, I live by a train. Um, you dig a hole, yeah. but you're not screaming in their face. You're not telling them that they're a piece of shit or that they need, you know, like all this type of stuff. You take away all the, the mental stuff about it and you just like have this action with your child, right. whether whether it's digging the hole or doing something, just take them out of the situation and complete one task. Yeah, Like that's how I want a parent and I feel like with everything that I learned with my mom and I learned with this boarding school, I have baggage. Yeah. Right now, my mental health is on a razor's edge i um speaking of um suicide attempts i had one when we were working that one saturday and i um i just i got so overwhelmed i almost ran myself off the road but um
0: but that's i mean not that it's okay but that's when you were dealing with a shit ton of stuff right like uh, the house fire all that all that stuff happened like within days of each other right
1: no, this one was um this this that was actually a few months ago. Okay. This one was recently the fire happened in 2020. Oh god, yeah. Um but oh. my my whole issue and um I don't even know how to s- say this but like I don't know have you like have you read like my TikTok bio mm-hmm. like I am um, recently found out that like i'm bisexual and i know it's just it's a weird thing to say as a construction worker as a man as a union brother as a friend and i'm so like afraid that if anyone really knows that i will be completely outcasted but, anywhere, bro and, I,
0: and if you if you do get shit for it because i'm gonna put this out there on apple and spotify and it's gonna be on youtube you're gonna be the first video i edit you know what I mean? i'm not gonna cut that out but i want to have a legit production when i do this if you get yeah. shit, then you come find me, and uh, we'll and we'll 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 take care of some shit. You know what I mean? Uh, it, I'm I'm glad that that you're finding the courage to be you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you with that, but no, don't that's... be afraid to to say shit for who you are, because that's people will adjust, bro. Fuck them. You know what I mean? The biggest yeah. thing that that you can compare it to now is homie right. on this team right here. Who outed himself as the first gay man in the NFL, and it's a current player. You know what I mean. And he's just killing it. You know, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean. There's always going to be the the people that are going to hate on it, but those people are going to hate you no matter what you do. It's going to yeah. be, you know what I mean. You have black hair. You have tattoos on your arm. You know, fuck that guy. they're gonna they're gonna find a way no matter what. So you may as well be who you are. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Anyway sorry uh, Yes I have read it And I know that there is a fear for it So Does that weigh on you As you didn't want to out it Or What What, what happens with that
1: Perfect um, In this situation I think The only way I could ever move forward Was just to say that I am this way I have these thoughts and feelings I don't want to leave My wife I'm happily married I I just realized that there's just a lot more out there in this buffet of stuff that I didn't realize made me feel a certain way. And sort of like, this is just where I feel like I'm just off script as a human being, like as a, as a parent, as anything like, what do you do? How do you, you know, like, do we live in a world where your kids will have to come out? Are they just going to say, here's, here's who I'm dating, you know, so-and-so this is her name you know like stuff like this and it sort of like makes me think like what I don't know I was just raised very biblically by my mom so I was really scared to even like acknowledge that I had these feelings at a young age so of course at 31 married with three kids I you know I saw that you know I was attracted to this other person and that right there has been what's um you know what makes me want to work on my marriage i um i just i mean i I don't want to go into what i did but i i I messed up i really messed up and i didn't cheat but i might as well have and if texts mean anything then i'm like you know what i i need to learn
0: Self awareness anyway, is huge, bro. And that right there is the fact that you're coming into your own and understanding your own mind and that you don't want to cut and run and you want to see what's in front of you grow. That's fucking yeah. huge, dude. That's a win in my book. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's in this day and age, like you said, there's a whole buffet of things out there now, especially with social media. Because how easy is it to find that emotional connection with? a stranger in Wisconsin than your own wife in your own bed. And it's like, well, shit, you know what I mean? And and that's a slippery slope too. Cause like you said, you may as well have, I don't know the, the, the ins and outs of it, but the fact that you recognize it, you see it and you're like, I'm gonna work on this. Uh, and not just like, fuck it, I'm out. You know what I mean? That's, that's huge too. Now, of course, if things take turns, twists and turns, that's the way life is. There is no script for adulthood. There's no means of normalcy. And that's what I think is changing nowadays, is that there's there, there's no normal. And people are understanding that there is no normal. It's not, you know, Bryce with his fucking Lacoste polo, that's normal, you know, All right, fuck that kid. Uh, and that's what makes everything so cool now is that there are different walks of life that we're all going through and we're all intermingling and connecting on different levels to where if you look at my group of friends they're all fucking different it's just as it's just as fucking random as you put shuffle on my music and you're gonna have beethoven to rob zombie to slipknot to you know um ray charles all of it's in there and that's how i think everything is in life now we're just getting Used to that fact, and it's hard to. You know what I mean? Um, Totally. I brought it up with Amy in the sex worker talk, and there's a lot of taboo with everything now, which it's very weird because these conversations never happen. So I think that it's it's more because people are uncomfortable and they don't know what to what to say. I, I said the joke on that podcast of. I wasn't raised biblically, um, but I, I was always told, you know, you know, Nick, sex is for you know when you're married. You know, save that for when you're married. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And that's I I knew the bird that here's how you get pregnant, here's how you have the baby, save it for when you're married. I didn't follow that up with, thanks, mom. What do you think about anal? You know what I mean? It's it doesn't have that conversation to where it's not. I mean, I don't know, you know. But it's like, right. why are there? Why is there such taboo on certain things? And I think it's, be- I don't, I'm again, I'm not saying talk about that with your kids, but it's because it's never talked about. You know what I mean? Maybe when you're an right. adult and it's like, hey, you're 19 years old, not here's what I like to do in the bedroom, but where are you at? Where are you comfortable? Blah, 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 blah. I don't know because my kids aren't that old yet. Um right. But it's not talked about. And that's why it's so fucking taboo because it's what's normal. Well, here's what's normal. I'm not normal.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I think um, there's a whole nother childhood that we don't acknowledge exists, and that's the age of 18 to the age of 25, 28. Because depending on what age you're at, you grow up within those last few years of your 20s unless you were really young, you buckled down, you got into the union, and you got in at 23. And I was very lucky to, to have that, but... Um, God, where was I going? Um, God, I'm so sorry. I'm drawing a blank right now. Weed okay. definitely has effects on your memory.
0: So with with that, it's it, you're you're very correct. So in one of Joe Rogan's uh, st- uh, uh, specials on Netflix, he brought up how this kid got duped by an undercover cop who acted like his girlfriend, and the, and the people were like, oh, he should have known better. He's almost 18, dude. That's and a pro. like well, he was I think he was sixteen, seventeen years old like, oh, he should have known he's almost 18, but like you said, on the flip of that, he's also almost fourteen that's only three yeah. years older, you know what I mean um it, it it's fucking weird that that we expect everybody to have this and and this is where the school systems come into play they they're they're teaching us to be just like warehouse workers, factory workers, which there's nothing wrong with that, but you're supposed to have your life figured out by the time you're 18. You're supposed not to fair. have a house by the time you're 25. You're supposed to have oh, kids yeah. by the time you're 30.
1: No, you're not. I did all those things. You know? Oh, my God.
0: Right? <laughs> and it's in that, but that's what's beat in your head. And it's like, and that's why I want to change shit to where it's like, it's okay if you don't go to college. It's yes. okay if you join a fucking trade. It's okay if you take a year off. You know what I mean? As long as you find means and you're not mooching off people or being a fucking like, you know, weirdo, uh, it's okay.
1: You there's so many good jobs that you don't need entry levels. Sure entry level is easy, but that means it takes nothing and you're going to be stuck on the grind. That's an option. It's one option of many. Another option is taking a cr- accreditation program. credential program it's something that seems small but let's just say if you got your driver and you got your a license now you can drive a truck now you make money (laughs) now you can go deliver like that gives you options or um for me was doing emt school to be a paramedic like i can still remember decap btls deformities contusions abrasions punctures penetrations tenderness lacerations and or swelling but like nice. stuff like that, you just can't, you, you just find ways to get f- fun jobs that you want or yeah. fuck it, work at Hot Topic. Do, do something, if you believe in something and you like, if you're going to go shop there anyways, just throw an application. There's no pressure. Like what my cousin did for me when I moved out of my mom's for a little bit before I went to become an EMT, um, he just said, you know what, you're not... You don't have any money. I'm not going to force you to, you know, pay rent. But give me three applications. Give me, th- show me that you're going to go to three different interviews. Like show, show me that you're you're doing something instead of sitting on the couch watching your years go by. Right. It's just getting caught up in in that type of uh, work ethic, and then yep. from then on, you see, you know where where that leads
0: you well and, that, and that's that's another reason why i started everything that that i'm doing now um is locals only lucrative right now no uh is it is it growing it's slowly but surely growing I'm i'm learning how to do it all because i've never owned a business before like this and so it's like okay i'm learning but that's what i'm trying to show my kids is i can still be a very involved dad while i'm going to school two nights a week and working full time and i have this podcast and i have this brand you know what i mean like it's there's so much more to do there's so many avenues out there but it's going to take work are mm-hmm. you willing to put the work in and if you're not that's okay but find something that you want to do but then i'm the type of person that if you're not going to put the work in then don't bitch about it if you're not going right. to go to the union meetings don't bitch about it if you're not going to you know, do anything about, you know, your school or your job or your um, relationship, or if you're not going to put the work in anything, you don't have a right to complain. Because it's not up to everybody else to make your life easy. It's up to you to make your life what you want it. And what are you going to do about that? And that's where people either fuck with me or they don't. Because I'm very much so, what are your goals in five years? Cool. Now what are you going to do about getting it?
1: Let's get you to get yeah, I I love I love that cuz it, it it takes to the point where agreeing and disagreeing essentially do not matter at this point. At this point, what are you going to put to action? Yeah. And I really like that. With this and I hopefully with this podcast and the people that listen to it, we can get our own majority involved in union meetings. Yep. You know, at this point, I I hope apprentices have an opportunity to listen to these previous episodes. I have, it's great. It's great stuff to listen to you while you're trying to zone out at work and put in conduit. It, it's really nice. Um, <laughs> Thank you, sir. You, you need this type of conversation. It's uncomfortable. It's it, you're, you're hitting it on the head, you know, like you called my entire situation up without me even explaining it. Like it's basically, you know, how do we have these hard conversations? How do we say, Hey, you know, I messed up. How do I become better? Or like, Hey, I, you know, I love you. I want you more than anything. How do I get myself on the right path to earn trust again? How as a worker do I say enough is enough? You know, this is where I just only know so much about my trade and I can't handle any more than that. Cause it's really, you know, Overwhelming, even though it might not be, but for your for your paycheck, it is. Yeah.
0: <sighs> right, right, right. See, I have I have a problem with that too. I either get walked on, or I'm too much of an asshole. So I'll let stuff go, 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 and then all of a sudden, when it breaks, now I'm just a dick to you. You know what I mean? But I didn't express that. It was getting to that point, and if I don't express it, then how do I have a right to be an asshole to you if you didn't know? You know what I mean? If you don't know that you're crossing boundaries or whatever you're doing. And this is where I had to take a step back with, uh, my superiors because I, I just, okay, I'll do it. You know what I mean? You want me to pull 500 feet of MC today? I'll do it. Okay. You want me to do it differently? Okay. I'll do it. You know what I mean? Why are my numbers low? Oh, fuck my bad. You know what I mean? Instead of like, dude, are you serious right now? Like I'm doing, I don't list what I change. I don't list what I do. I just take it and move on. And then I don't bring my shit home, but it bothers me until one day I do just, now I'm not talking to you. Why am I not talking to you? Because you're a fucking asshole, but I didn't tell you that you're treating me like shit, so now figure it out. That's not fucking uh, constructive in any way, shape, or form, but it's work. And so it's this is where I draw the line of like where do feelings belong at work? You know what I mean? Who's going to be receptive of me saying anything? You know what I mean?
1: it's, it's It's the key is good debate it's just i don't know how to how to say it it's not it's a mix of trash talk it's a mix of banter it's all that type of flavor that somehow gives you charisma which you have and it's just one of those things that inspires good conversation because literally at this point there's conflict you and me we're beefing I'm gonna be your foreman. um, I need you to do this, this, and this, and also, um I'm I, I really need you to step it up because uh, you're you're dragging ass, homie, yeah. and to your defense, um you don't want to be labeled that. There's no reason why you'd want I don't know. It's just at this point where where do we go from here? So I had a situation with a coworker where my conduit run I thought I was done and he laughed and said no you're not and I'm like excuse me like and that was my human defense mechanism going like like the fuck did you say like I don't know what I'm doing and I'm like I can't like I'm not trying to screw over the next worker that comes into my area where the conduit is but as I've seen on the second floor they're running MCs into our pipe runs as chases so they don't need one of these S90s to do that, or else it's it's not going to make it work. They want it straight so that they can just feed it, get it to the box, make it up, and leave her alone to each their own. But he insisted, and I put the piece in after trying to step back from it and thinking, like, all right, am I going to win a medal? Am I going to get respect? No. At this point, I kind of just said, you know what? I apologize for the bass in my voice. I just got defensive over it. He, at this point, can't say anything to me. He, You can't. Like, what do you do? Right. I just said I fucked up. I just said, I'm sorry I got mad. Now all he knows is that I'm mad. Right, right. So all I know is, is in that situation, I don't know, I did it anyway. I piped the pipe. It looks ridiculous now. And if they take it off, they can take it off. But I feel like, I don't know we got to not be afraid of conflict. I feel like conflict is the only way that's going to make this yeah. happen, but it's good debating. It's just, it's the Raiders versus the Niners. It's all that. It's yeah. great. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, and that in and self-awareness. And I realized that when I caught other people's mistakes and they said I was getting too comfortable, I thought, why did I get excited about that when I saw somebody else fail? not fail but fall because that's fucked up and then i thought am i getting too comfortable because i came out here to this site still an apprentice Mm -hmm. with being told you're the next up and comer you're the next foreman you're gonna they're gonna put you as foreman when you turn out soon blah 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 and so Mm -hmm. it's almost like i had this arrogance of Y'all ain't going to get rid of me. Why? Because you guys said that to me. I didn't ask. I know what I'm Ooh. capable of. I know I'm talented. And I could have worked for, you know, five, six months straight. And then I'm like, Psh, fuck it. And now I need to up my game. You know what I mean? So it's 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 that give and take of am I getting too comfortable to where it's like, shit. Did I? Well, and I got like, to look at that, you know?
1: Have you coached, like, Little League or anything? Like, don't, you have some, you have your heavy hitters.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's, aside, just from me observing you and stuff, you're one of the heavy hitters. You're one of the people that you are left alone to go do things, and they leave it to you. And it's so much so that you and me are doing the same work, whether it's in different areas of the building doing different stuff. Honestly, if you weren't here, someone else that's a J-dub, would have to do what you do because you know full damn well, you know you couldn't put our other apprentices on your project. It wouldn't get done.
0: Thank you, sir. It
1: wouldn't get done yeah. right, and it's it's not fair. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but they don't have the experience that you have, and the experience that you have isn't because you're a late apprentice that you're at the end of the apprenticeship. No, it's because you have the work ethic and you 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 get it. You can, you can essentially do what I do for less money. And that's a very powerful and dangerous thing. Right. Yeah. So in this situation, like the one thing that I've learned, I don't want to be a foreman for this company, even if they hand it to me, because the moment you do it, let's just say if you're the type of foreman that they give a truck to, um, that truck is low jacked Right. and you can't, go into the carpool lane without them knowing Right, you can't go above the speed limit without them being notified yep. so you're you're going to be riding the slow lane the entire way home, that's the cost of being a company man on the other note for the union is how to not be afraid of the hall and to play your numbers, play your numbers right and never be afraid when you're sitting at home as an apprentice, I recommend that you do this on the website, find your zoom meeting for dispatch. Mm -hmm. Just listen to it. You can listen to it. All these people listen to it from home and then you can see how the book moves. You don't have to be afraid to think, Oh, all right. Like, uh, I should, I should put in my name now. I should, you know, or, you know, you know, when you get laid off, you can do it from your phone. You Mm -hmm. don't have to go into the office anymore and tab that thing. So that's, Really easy, yeah, but yeah. From you know, I I don't want to say I'm excited to get laid off because I don't know who's listening to this, but like you know, there's always that type of um,
0: well, and that's what I've noticed with a lot of JDubs. They're saying, like, I've been here too, not me, but they're saying that they have been there too long and they're like, (laughs) I only like to be a job, for like six, seven months, six months, whatever. And I've been here going on eight and it sucks now. And I'm like, I can understand that, I can appreciate that because now this is the weird part of the job where it's like. I need to change the scenery. You know what I mean? It's uh, I and I can understand why they're saying that. So it's not just you who feels that, and everybody feels that the morale is low. Um, but you'll have that on those big jobs. That's one of those sayings. You know what I mean? It's,
1: it is. It's. I think it's because when you're on a job site long enough, you're there long enough to. And, and this isn't for everyone, but this is my fear: is seeing the results of your own work come back to haunt you. Yeah being in a situation where you were the guy you were the guy you're not the new guy taking over and saying oh this fucking asshole left me a shit pipe job up in this dining room area no i'm i'm the one next week that's got to figure out how to put wire in that stuff right 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 right. yeah so that, that's that true that could be good and bad
0: you want to see your finished product but at the same time do you like
1: <laughs> well especially if you did all the piping and stuff and all the roughing and you're like man i'm just solid at piping the piping's done like do I go to makeup? Do I go to wire pull? And it's just, it's been at this point still roughing. So it's the piping hasn't even ended yet.
0: The funny part is, is that there's three or four of us that have been on this crew from the beginning and he won't let us go, which is fine because we're the trusted ones. Um, I had to tell my homie, you know, Matt and then my buddy Ozzy. I was like, I, last time we got, we had a couple beers a couple weeks ago. I was like, Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, you were my J Dub. You were my foreman. And y'all clearly rubbed off on me to where I'm looking at shit now to where they're giving me the shit work because I can understand it. And I yeah. take pride and I can get it done fast. I'm like, fuck y'all. <laughs> you know, but that's what I bitched about earlier that I'm putting myself to where I'm not going to be an installer. I'm going to be, I want to be, even though I'm complaining about being on this job for a while, but uh, beginning and end. I don't want to just be. All right, we're here for Conduit. Uh, take that call. Once Conduit's done, you're laid off and gone. I want to go, like you said, from underground to Conduit or in-wall to Conduit to wire pull to makeup to trim. You know what I mean? I want to be there for it all. And it's scary on these big jobs because there are 70 of us. So who are they keeping? <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> big time. And I, I just – I've had a lot of history – being laid off first and to whoever, you know, believe that maybe it was the right call. Maybe I needed to learn. Maybe there was some, you know, whatever reasons it may be, or maybe I didn't. And maybe I was a good worker at some point. I got to accept that mix of chaos and just, you know, accept the fact that, not, not to be afraid of a long-term project like this, because it's not like I want to get laid off. It's not like I want to quit, and I want to... I actually, I like showing up to work yeah. a lot. Yeah. I like this project over my last job. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I just... I think it's just... It's not... I hate to say manning up, because manning up means that women can't do it. And to be honest, they do it better. You know, when it comes to just, it's really, I call it like biting your lip, you know, like doing it. You just, that's what it is. It's just whether or not you want to go home, you know, that bad. And I just, I don't know. I have a lot of respect for you, the brothers and sisters that go into that building and all these other buildings during COVID. Like, no one gives us credit for endangering yourself, putting yourself out there, being a frontline worker, being an essential worker, because now it's 2021 and somehow the, you know, the world is somehow fixing itself. I mean, there's no fixing this. This is the future and we just got to learn how to adapt to it. Yeah,
0: no, that's, that's, that's true. We never took time off. Uh, We have to keep building. We have to keep going, you know, and that's just how, that's a good analogy for life is you have to. You have no choice but to roll with the punches and keep building and keep learning. It's never settled. It's never done, you know. And as long as you're good with that and you understand that, that'll just make life a lot easier. As I make jokes about it that I look outside, you know. I mean, you've seen the memes too where you look outside like, oh, that's what we're doing today. As long as you can have that with what you're doing, whether it's jobs or relationships or work or gym or whatever, then it's then you're solid you know then you'll yeah. be almost prepared for everything if you are prepared for everything that you know everything and anything can happen you know yeah. as long as you're open to that then then when it does hit you it might be a curve and it might get you and you might be taken back for a second but you'll bounce back quicker you know so and that's uh that's huge and that's that's that that's hard but i think that having a team around you makes it easier but you can't have the same team for everything, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's, and that's where it gets hard. That doesn't mean have a big circle of friends, but that just means that your team might just be one person. It yeah. might be, you know, you got A for this cool. problem, B for this problem, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's cool that you can take it down just to bounce ideas, almost like what we're doing right now. This is just yeah. going to turn into a public forum. But this is essentially what it, what a team is you know what i mean you bounce this shit off okay now here's what i would do or here's what you would do dope now let's get this going you know um but that's just me as a person i'm like fuck it why are we gonna wait <laughs> right
1: like who's your 2 a.m phone call who's who's that person that you know is going to answer for you yeah and that's a great start sometimes it starts with one really good friend yep. and i just yeah i'm just at a stage in my life where some you know big speed bump like kind of hit me but i think if i just accept myself like really accept myself and just you know like everything we've said over and over again take a step back be open to mind take a look at yourself self reflect and just be like all right that's how you cure i don't know i feel like that's how you can cure narcissism i know there's people that don't will not see things that way. But if there's just a way with the right banter and the right conversation that we can have people, that type of people that, you know, are the type that you ex- explain that, you know, don't want to listen to brash, the people that we're worried about, you know, in the, you know, s- being sexually harassing or, you know, those types of, I don't know, old way of thinking.
0: You just got to teach people to be self-aware. That's all it is. Self-awareness was never... There's something you can't teach, but if you make people aware about how to be self-aware, then that'll go a lot further than just, you know, find somebody who you like and be like that person. Like that doesn't work. You got to be able to look at yourself. That's how I can say I was a douchebag 10 years ago. I understand I was a douchebag 10 years ago. So it's like, I understand that. Uh, But you need people to understand self-awareness. Until they do, no one's going to learn or grow or change or none of that shit. But what I would say for you is you're killing it with being open and coming out of on here and saying everything you have and then i'm seeing your tiktok grow i'm seeing that is your release that's your way of being who you are and who you want to be and that's huge you know what i mean so as long as you keep doing that to have your release i think that everything else is going to fall into play
1: oh dude i i don't know if we have time for one more story but i my dream was ever since a young age was to act so for me tiktok is like my amateur attempt at recording myself do movies which as for some people you've lived your whole childhood watching these movies so for a child to see like the cable guy or to see all the big daddy to see um Stuff like that. It's fun to reenact that on TikTok. Yeah. Um, for me, I went. Oh, I, this is another example of my mom. So she set up this trip for me and us to go to New York. Okay. So it was a broad Broadway trip. We hit Chicago. We hit Elton John's um, play rendition of Billy Elliot. Nice. You saw something like F- Flags of Our Sons or something. It was. It sounds really like like that boring post-World War II type play, but um, Patrick Wilson, the guy who plays Ocean Master yep. on um, Aquaman, um, Katie Holmes, John Lithgow, Diane Weist played a family, and I got to sit in the front seat while um, Patrick Wilson dog, like, just threw John Lithgow across the uh, the stage. No and sitting behind me, was uh, Tommy Lee Jones and his really tall son. Like, this entire thing was, like, such a great memory and, like, to inspire me to act. And we also did a tour of this, um, like, New York uh, University of uh, Arts or University of Acting. Yeah. Uh, I did that. I did the orientation Like I thought, like, all right, this is going to be my fall. And then afterwards, my mom said, I got to take care of her and I can't go do that. So I got to go find another career. So that was, that was.
0: Oh, that sucks.
1: That was my mom. Wow. So she did that as a stunt to like have a good bonding moment. But then when the time came for it to be real, it turned into you can't go. And that's sort of like, as a parent, what point do, can you let go of your child? Like at this point, Go live your dream. If there's ever a situation where you can go do something, even if it's for a little bit and it's a year, go do it. Like to be 18 and to 25, go have that second childhood. Go try relationships. Go try being alone. Try living on your own. Do all these types of things so that by the time you're 30, you're not like, oh, shit, I got to buckle down. I don't even understand my taxes. Right, right.
0: No, and that and that's true. I saw actually I saw a meme today that said, uh, "I'd like to hang out, but my kid is living their best life, and I'm their ride." I'm like, that's that's, that's, that's it. That's me. You know, like that's my my seven-year-old makes plans all the time. He goes, "Hey, we're gonna go do this." What? Uh, okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, as long as everything else is kept up, I'm good with it. But I'm I'm the same way. But I'm also I'm very firm in the sense because it's it's a statement that can reach anybody that's be the parents to your kids that you needed when you were a kid 600. and that's it can be anything across the board you know what I mean and it doesn't have to always be something negative It could, you know or it's it doesn't have to it's everybody needed something that they didn't get because parenting is not here's your code book have fun it's oh, yeah. you gotta learn as you go and you're gonna yeah. fuck up the kids are gonna cry they're gonna be fucked up in some way shape or form but being fucked up makes you a better person in a way. It makes you right. understand things differently. And now, obviously, there's different degrees of being fucked up. But, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? But, but it, it, it helps um, you grow, you know?
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's giving them real-life world experience that you as a parent don't get to mess up. Right. You don't get to – I mean, we mess up. We have to imprint on them some way or another everything that you have is your your friend's style that you picked up from your parent's style that you picked up from your favorite music tv teams all that has turned you into this so that um i don't know that develops a personality
0: it does that's how you get it It, it's fucking huge it's fucking huge so let's Let's put a pin in this one because uh, I don't want to go over everything with you in, in, in one in one sitting. I want people to want more and I want people to come back. So I want uh, us to actually marinate on this and then we can come back have an update for how things are going to go in like a week or two. And then we can dive more into after we ch- start shit with the union and the school and then your relationship and then we can dive back into some more stuff. So let's do that. Um, thank you for being first of all on here and then being as open and as willing to talk as you were now the only thing i do ask do not listen to this tomorrow at work and be overcritical. so okay. <laughs> that's a that, that uh, actually that's not even tomorrow i'm gonna put this up there probably on saturday so on monday don't listen to it because i'm gonna try to fuck with the video to make it decent so it's not just up there on youtube uh yeah yeah, just don't listen to it with an overcritical eye, because then that's gonna fuck you up too. So okay. don't do that. But uh, thank you again for coming on here. It was
1: uh, dude, much appreciated. A blast. So thank you, man. Don't go anywhere yet. I won't. I know. Post call, <laughs> right? Recording right. stopped. Okay, so what the fuck happened with with the sexual harassment? Yeah, who was
0: it? Who they talk about? All that fun stuff.
1: All right, so.